0: The Den. Conversations with Andrew Wolfe. This week I'm looking forward to discuss creativity in business with Lucy and Paul from For the Love of the North. Based in Whitley Bay, Lucy and Paul celebrate local creatives, champion sustainable and independent shopping, and in doing all that, they support the community. Lucy and Paul, welcome to The Den. Hello. Hello, thank you. You're very welcome. Um, I'm interested to know, um, by way of a kick-off, how you started for the Love of the North.
1: Well, I used to work for um, the local authority in North Tyneside. I used to run the tourist information centres. You know, if you're familiar, when you would go away for a a little break somewhere, you'd always seek out the information centre and get a load of leaflets and a bit of information about what you could see and do, and also stop the work of um, of local artists and, um, and creatives. Like many tourist information centres up and down the country, um, they were cut as part of that year of, of local authority um, efficiencies. Um, so I left the council um, in the spring of 2017, um, but we'd had long discussions about what we're going to do. We, we we always had the idea that Lucy and I wanted to do something together. That we had a great passion for the northeast, and knew from. Running the tourist information centres, that there was a, a, raft of of wonderfully creative people from all over the region. So we thought, well, we've we've actually got something here. And on Valentine's Day, February twenty seventeen, um, Full of the North was born online.
0: Oh, lovely! Isn't that nice uh, that you actually launched it on on Valentine's Day? That's a good a good uh, a good point to launch your business, isn't it?
2: We we decided, because it's for the love of the North, that you know if it went okay, then in 10 years' time, that would be a lovely day to celebrate. So, so yeah, here we are. I I was deputy head teacher at the time, so my background was, I suppose, similar to Paul's in that it was very much public sector. So neither of us have got a business background at all, but have managed or are managing to bring some of the skills from our various jobs in the past to to what we're doing. Um, So, as Paul said, we launched... Valentine's Day 2017 and then we decided 2017 we were going to do a website and 2018 we might open a shop and of course we found the perfect shop didn't we in May 2017 and August of that year we opened our first shop in the centre of Whitley Bay our hometown which we love to bits, don't we and and then the following year we had the opportunity to go into a development in the centre of Newcastle and shipping containers which we thought could work really well with what we were doing and at that point we decided that I would come on board full time um with it which was a big leap for us both wasn't it it
1: was a very big leap because obviously you know you you had the safety net of Lucy's deputy head salary um and you know to kind of Lucy to give up that it was a it was a bold move but it kind of showed that we were both fully committed to the business We 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 saw the potential we knew that you know, we had something really special that we were cultivating and for it to work, it needed both of us at the helm
0: full time. So, so you've invested in, in bricks and mortar and I'm, I'm really interested that in a world of um, shoppers going online and supermarkets fighting for every penny in our pockets, I'd, I'd really like to know how you're finding the world of running sustainable, independent and community driven business through bricks and mortar but you're also online obviously so you're you're running both aren't you
2: we are and it's been interesting because if we talk to you about what we're doing in 2017 and what we're doing now it is different um one of the things that we've tried to do all along is we've been very much banging the drum for small independent businesses and shop local support your local community we we talk a lot about the artists that we Work with we we work with over sixty different northeast creatives. So if you're supporting us, you're supporting them, and it's a double whammy. And their creativity comes to the forefront all of the time. We are doing collaborations with them. We do monthly limited edition T-shirts or jumpers that because they're done in house, we can do with organic cotton, etc., etc. But also we can work really creatively. With the different artists, Um, so we do that. I can tell you, we'll get. And yeah,
1: and also, I mean, you know, the the past sort of sixteen months that we've all been living through has seen a a huge momentum of of people supporting small independent businesses and shopping local. Um, I think people have really realised that they can get everything they really need in their town centres.
0: That's nice, that's nice to hear because I don't think it's happening everywhere, unfortunately. So um some places you're finding supermarkets are hoovering up all the business and they unfortunately the high streets are suffering, aren't they?
2: They are. We're very lucky where we live in Whitley Bay. I mean, it has independent shops down the local high street. It's got the butchers, the bakers, it the fruit and veg shop. So so there is an alternative to your supermarket, your online shopping. Um so within our local local community we've been very very well supported but so have other businesses within Whitley Bay which has been fab and then our online community obviously that that has grown a lot during the lockdowns etc and we initially weren't sure how that was going to be we had a website prior to all of this but it it kind of ticked over other than at Christmas if that makes sense so it wasn't really prepared but in the first week of the first lockdown, one of our lovely customers got in touch and said they wanted to support us, they wanted to support local businesses, could we do a keep calm and carry on style print and they would buy 50 that could go up in local businesses and they could support us, et cetera. So we got in touch with one of our local creatives, Lisa, um, Lisa Kirkbride Designs, and she came up with the idea of having the Spanish city where the shop's based and St. Mary's Lighthouse, which is another iconic place, and we decided to add a rainbow to it. We didn't realise at that point rainbows were going to be so wow <laughs> <laughs> during all of this. And um, I've got another friend who works for Northumbria NHS Trust. And uh, we'd had coffee in the shop and the coffee was going to go out of date. So we are like, we will donate this to the workers. Can you do- go and take it into the hospital? And she insisted that she would pay for it because our income had just gone. And I was like, right, fine. Okay. But if you're going to do that, we're going to volunteer to, to give 25% of all of the sales of these prints to the NHS. And then it's like, but how do you do that? Because how do you donate to the NHS? So anyway, she told us about Northumbria NHS's bright charity that works with patients, but also works with staff and looks at the wellbeing of staff. So we thought that that would be really good. And we've, now raised over £10,000 for Northumbria NHS Trust through the sales of the prints and everything. And we have got other creatives on board as well as Lisa. So we had a, a whole range of these prints. And, and it it grew our community massively. People people were putting them up on their windows. They were sharing them. They were talking about it. And and it was really lovely, Oh, yeah. It?
1: The momentum grew. And, you know, we were obviously wrapping and packing that's how we spent the first lockdown was us in, in the spanish city shop sat opposite each other wrapping and packing um the the prints cards that were going to people who you know couldn't see each other you know or writing notes it was lovely um you know it, it's such a a crazy and, and how are you
0: how are you finding online sales at the moment are they are they leveling out are there are people sort of migrating more to coming into the into the shops
2: at the moment they're coming more into the shop Um, this has been our quietest month online for for a little while and I know from talking to other businesses they're finding the same but we still have people that are very cautious about coming into the shop or we don't let a lot of people into the shop we're quite conscious that we're the type of shop where you might want to browse a little bit and we want people to feel safe and Mm -hmm. secure so we have even last week, I had somebody coming in and saying it was the first shop they'd been in till since March twenty twenty. So there's still that level of caution. There
1: is, there is. You know, it's it's it, it's it's been a sort of roller coaster of, of, of ups and downs for everybody. And you know what? We like think we've cultivated the, the physical shop as a, as a place where people do feel safe. And like Lucy's saying, if, if if our shop is the first one that they've actively made you know the concerted effort a big effort to come into but we're immensely proud of that aren't we that they see us as, as a as a safe place and you know we're, we're there for the community
0: yeah i've heard i've heard from a web developer who does a lot of online retail uh, websites um that he's finding that online sales really took a plummet last month and it was as people were coming out of their homes and starting to shop in real shops again and it was actually the novelty of it uh, they, they sort of got over all that online shopping, and they actually wanted to go shopping in a proper shop and hand over the hard cash. I
2: agree. Last month actually wasn't as slow for us online. It, people were still kind of buying, um, but this month has has definitely slowed down, and and people, yeah, people, people want to see people that they, they want to meet up outside the shop and come in and browse with their mum or their aunt or whoever and, and show somebody what they've seen and and it's lovely to be part of that conversation again
0: yeah nice you clearly enjoy what you're doing and being being shopkeepers in your in your shop yeah it's lovely no. um, yes. m- m- moving on um i've designed these podcasts to explore creativity in business and the business of creativity um, clearly you guys uh work with creatives uh, for your business to to produce products that you can sell, but would you would you say that there have been moments where you've had to be creative in your own business yourselves to to come up with ideas to solve problems? Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah I mean, you,
1: although we probably wouldn't refer to ourselves as creatives, you know ourselves because we work with the like Lucy said, you know, we deal with, work with over sixty artists and creatives from all over the Northeast. Where we are creative is where we've had to pivot, and especially over the last year and a half. You know, you have to be creative. You know, when the shop shut in March 2020, and you're thinking, goodness me, is this it? Are we ever going to reopen? What's going to happen? We literally had just a few days to kind of turn ourselves around, absorb everything that was happening. That wonderful customer had the idea of doing the, you know, the sort of print in in the style of keep calm and carry on. And the website, which we hadn't particularly utilised that much, it was always there, suddenly came into its own. And ever since then, we've been always making sure that we're kind of pivoting where we can see that we're going to need to to go in a different direction or, you know, there was a lockdown coming. um, At the end of last year, the sort of second lockdown um, during November, Um, A few weeks before that, um, Northumbria NHS had got in touch. Obviously, they they knew us from what we'd done with the Rainbow Prints, and they were putting together a gift package um, for their 12,000 frontline staff at Northumbria NHS Trust. And they approached us, and not only did they want 12,000 gifts, they wanted us to do more than one. So it ended up, it was like 36,000 gifts we, we provided as part of a few other um, local independent businesses throughout the Northeast. And we put together that package, um, had it all wrapped and packed and, and delivered off to their HQ in Seton-Delaville. And, Seton Delival, and um, that basically kept us going through that, that November lockdown, didn't Fabulous. it?
0: Fabulous, I think, I think the key word you've used there is pivoting and your ability to pivot when something happens. And I've, I've had a lot of conversations lately where the ability of a business to change uh, constantly change, constantly view and change and evolve and move forward uh, in a different world and, and react to to changing circumstances. Um, none of none of us saw what was coming in the last 18 months. We didn't.
2: And I think that as a small independent business, actually we're very well positioned to be able to do that. We can react quickly. We can get a message off a customer and we can suddenly work with an artist and we can work with our manufacturer and we can get in the shop within a week. And I think that has been critical to, to keeping going during all of this and looking at other businesses that have pivoted well during the pandemic they're the ones that have been able to react and think on their feet and think a little bit creatively and perhaps a bit outside of the box i think as well at times
0: yeah super and uh, interesting the counter to that i suppose is the business that's got a head office in nantwich or whatever and, you know, they have to go all the way up to head office to get something approved. It has to come all the way back down. And we probably need a procurement department to approve the purchase. And uh, by the time you've done it, the business is in wonder.
2: Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't bear thinking about, does it, in terms of reacting quickly enough?
0: Whereas you're, you're the principals in your business. You make a decision and you stand or fall by it. You, you, you quickly analyze it and you, you either do it or you don't
2: we do it's slightly exhausting having that kind of level of responsibility for it all but but it, it it has worked for us well during all of this it
1: has and I think that's something to you know to be aware of as well you know I think we are as, as we have pivoted at it sort of every corner during all this I think everybody is is tired as well now you know this you, you, you kind of think yeah we've done this've we've, we've, we've done that but I think that you, you can tell talking to a lot of other businesses people are tired. They just want...
0: I read an interesting thing just the other day. A company was letting all its employees... I don't know how big the company was, but it said to everyone, go and take a week off. Yes. They know from history that this week in June is the quietest week they ever have every, every year. So they just said, look, everyone's got the week off, go and recharge. And I think we all need it. Yeah, I,
2: I think that sort of thing is... Yeah, I, I, I feel envious of that, of that company <laughs> with a shop that's open seven days a week. Um, <laughs> However many days a year. And... Yeah, but but I think that we're very conscious that there needs to be a bit of switch-off time in the midst of all of this because it, it feels like we've been on since March 2020 and it's not sustainable forever.
0: Absolutely. Um, another question. Um, I read on your website that you're dismantling the Grim Up North ideology. How's, how's that process going?
2: Yeah, I think it's good. Um, as we've mentioned, working with all of our lush Wonderful creatives. They've all got a different take on the north. They 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 want to celebrate it. It, It's a special place. You've got people who are born here, who've lived here forever, who love it anyway. They they just know that, that it's not grim up north. You've got people who come up for university and then they day for the rest of their lives because they've discovered how wonderful it is and then you've got the people who've moved away because that's where the jobs have taken them and they still carry that bit of the north with them they're, they're as passionate about the north as we are and it's lovely to tap into that to have the conversations with our customers to celebrate the northeast as as much as we can it,
0: yeah, we love it. it, is, it so is I, I, must, I must say, looking at your work or the, the, the work, the output of your artists, there's, there's nothing grim about it. It's all quite quite colourful and celebratory and, and there's a bit of retro, there's a bit of lovely heritage running through it in a, in a positive way. Uh, but it's, there is. But it's, there's absolutely nothing grim going on there at all, I don't think. No, no,
1: I mean, the... the, the like you saying there's quite a few of the artists who we work with they, they have nods to the past but they're very much in the present and celebrating why the northeast is, is a wonderful place and as lucy mentioned that word sort of passion you know passionate people um it's like a snowball effect because you know we clearly love what we do we re, you know we're so invested in it we wouldn't be doing this We wouldn't let this take over your life if you weren't fully committed to to giving you you know your blood sweat and tears to it and people can see that and you know the artists we work with they're passionate about the northeast and the people you know our customers whether they be online the people who come into the to the shop they love the region as well and they greatly enjoy especially with the website sending things about the northeast to people who live either other parts of the uk or other parts of the world as, as we did especially during the lockdowns because they love to show off the northeast and just say you know this Is a really special place.
2: We also try to um, not just work with the artists, but through blogs, etc., to shine a light a little bit on other northeast businesses, etc. It's because it—it's not just us that that are celebrating it. There's there's some lovely businesses. There's some lovely places to visit. We we were speaking to somebody in the shop the other day who'd never been up to this part of the world before, and they were like. How did I not know this existed? This is gorgeous. And the beaches are quite empty. And I mean, it was a lovely sunny day. and We didn't say the weather's not always quite as good as that. But it's that kind of discovery of of how wonderful it is. And we try and do a little bit of that through what we're talking about on social media and blog posts, etc. So people get to discover the wider region a little bit as well.
0: well. I suppose, Paul, with your background in tourism and uh, you're almost ambassadors for the area now, aren't you? So someone actually used it. it, was, it
1: was last last week is funny enough, someone said, you know, yourself and Lucy are ambassadors for the Northeast. And yeah, we you know, because we love the region and we want to proudly show it off. So yeah, yeah, it's it, it's a great position to be in.
0: Well you're doing a great job on me. You're making me want to come down to Whitley Bay, especially because you, <laughs> you're suggesting that the sun always shines there and there. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna head south.
2: When when we opened the shop in Spanish City we open in the October and in the November there was a rainbow every single day. You look out from the shop and you can see the sea and it's just gorgeous. So, yeah, come down to Whitley Bay and see it.
0: Can't wait, can't wait. Um, where next for Love of the North then? Where, where, what's, what's your next big project?
2: So we've, during, as Paul mentioned, Lockdown 1 was all about the Love Will Get Us Through prints. Lockdown 2 was all about this massive order of, for the NHS and working with them with their care packages, et cetera, et cetera. Lockdown three, we collapsed in the heat for two weeks and thought, let's just pause. And then, of course, (laughs) we got a bit bored. So at that point, one of the things we've been thinking about was subscription boxes. And we've been asked about this quite a few times. And in terms of For the Love of the North, we couldn't really make it work because if you've got a box that was, say, themed around Newcastle and you were from Sunderland, you'd absolutely hate it because it's not your place that you want to be. So we decided that if we took For the Love of the North out of it, we could work with creatives from across the whole of the UK. We could have things still produced because we've got this manufacturers that we know that can do pin badges in the UK, et cetera, et cetera. And we could do monthly themed boxes so we have just setting up the stationery society which will be a monthly themed subscription box all about stationery obviously and we're working with a whole range of british creatives that's that is going to launch like days now okay. at, at any time so we we're doing that with the brand values i suppose of for the love of the north it, it's it's Creatives that we can speak to, that we can engage with, that get what we're doing and why we're passionate about it. It's working with British manufacturers, so it's again hopefully providing a bit of jobs for them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And yeah, we're, we're excited about it, aren't we? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's 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 a. The other thing that springs to my mind is it's called for the the love of the North, and you could actually have for the love of the West, for the love of the East, for the love of the South, for the love of Scotland, for the love of Northern Ireland.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we, we are, you know, we are called for the love of the North, and as as we've talked about, it's very strongly about the North East, which is one part of the North, and that's something where we're moving into. I mean, Lissy was born in Yorkshire. Um, so she's very, you know, it's a very special place. So we are going to be working with some Yorkshire creatives, you know, who, who are as, as talented as the people we have in the northeast. And also um, Cumbria is one of our favorite places as well. You know, so sort of Keswick Lake District is, is our go to place when we just want to switch off. Um, so we're going to be working with some, some wonderful creatives from Cumbria as well, celebrating the, the joys of, um, of the Lake District.
2: And we very much want to work with Yorkshire creatives about Yorkshire. Yeah. We don't want yeah. it to be the, our North East creatives. Are something I think just there's something really nice about that, that
0: you're, you're talking about using local creatives in a local area to promote that area. It's beautiful. Uh, it's, it's-
2: yeah, very, very much so. It takes a bit of organising, and it, it's kind of one of these things that's ticking away in the background. But we're building up. Um, yeah, and, and they've got to get to know us and know what we're about because otherwise it's like, who are these two random people suddenly saying, I want to work with you about Yorkshire mm-hmm. and, and why we've chosen them? So it, it it's, it's good fun.
0: Yeah. Nice. You better buy up the URLs, the web, web addresses for, for the love of Yorkshire. <laughs> Already got them. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are we doing? Right, we're getting towards the end here. I want a, a final thought from both of you. What would you say to your 20 year old self?
2: Go
1: on, Paul. I think I would say to, to my 20-year-old self, because Lucy and I met late, later on, I was 30, 38 when I met Lucy. Lucy's a little bit younger than me. Um, I would I, I always say to myself as a little joke, I say 38 and worth the wait because the best things were yet to come. And ha- you know, have faith that you, your life will change. I, I, I I've had a very happy life before I met Lucy. But that wonderful, wonderful things are coming, and just just keep in there. Excellent, I love that.
2: And to me, I wouldn't actually say anything to my younger self. I, I'm I'm the happiest I ever have been and ever could be, and I I wouldn't want to change anything mm-hmm. of, of my life in, in any way. So. I'd be terrified that if I said anything to my younger self, they wouldn't have been in the jam jar, our local cinema, the night that I met Paul. So, so, I so I, I, I'm, I'm very much a sliding doors moment and, and I wouldn't say anything at all to my younger self.
0: Isn't that a super answer? Um, I'm afraid it's time to wrap up now. Um, I just want to say thank you and how grateful I am that you took time to join me in the den today. Thank you for sharing your thoughts on creativity. Um, can I suggest that listeners go to fortheloveofthenorth.co.uk and take a look at your wonderful business and your wonderful products? There's a plug for you. Thank um, you. Thank you. Thank you very and much. You've, totally sold, you've to- totally sold me on Whitley Bay for a visit. Um, so thanks again to you both. It's been great to talk and all the best with For the Love of the North.
2: No, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting us on. It's been lovely, hasn't It is. It?
0: Thank you, Andrew. We
1: love to talk about what we love. <laughs> all the best.
0: You've been listening to The Den, a series of conversations about the business of creativity and creative thinking in business.